Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. I was talking about how Every kid that I see now is attempting the three-point shot. And I wonder on some level. So let me give you my thesis about why the three-point shot has taken over. Obviously, the easy answer is it's just more valuable. But I think it's a bigger story than that. The players that make three-point shots are fundamentally playing a different style of basketball than most of us grew up playing. And let me explain what I mean by this. If you are around my age or, you know, probably within 20 years of my age almost, you grew up in a basketball world where there were five positions, right? Point guard was the one and the center was the five. And every one of those positions had a defined value in which he was expected to play. And I'll give you an example from my generation growing up in the NBA. Anthony Hardaway, even though he was a big point guard, was a prototypical one, and he played with the Orlando Magic with Shaquille O'Neal, who was a prototypical five. That was the point guard and the center had defined differences in the way they played. Shaquille O'Neal, by and large, was not ever going to handle the basketball. He was going to score around the basket. Anthony Hardaway was going to handle the ball pretty much everywhere else. Okay, We'll go back in time and discuss, for instance, the old school Bulls, right? Steve Kerr is the shooting guard on the second uh, of the three-peat teams. Michael Jordan, kind of, uh, you know, with the triangle, the way that things worked. He is a shooting guard, but also really kind of able to do a lot of things. 
Uh, but then you've got B.J. Armstrong, who was the prototypical point guard back in the day. Uh, you've got Scottie Pippen, who was sort of your standard wing player. Horace Grant, who would have been like your, and I might be mixing up all the different teams, but I'm just kind of putting them in context, was your solid four. And then you had your Luke Longley, your Bill Cartwrights, your uh, Bill Winningtons, who were your big stiff fives, right? And if you remember on that Bulls era team, Tony Kukoc came in, right? And in the second tier, and the players didn't really rep, uh, welcome Kukoc because he was a Euro. And I think it was Dirk Nowitzki who really kind of blew up the Euro model in terms of it's not a criticism anymore. But the Euro model was a lot different than the American model for how basketball was played. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is if you think about basketball in a traditional American sense, the one through the five and the numerical positions, point guard center having very defined differences of how they would play, the American model was very much like football. By which I mean, if you play football, your position by and large dictates how you are going to play. A defensive end is different than a safety. A quarterback is different than a running back or a left tackle. You have a discrete skill set based on the position that you represent on the field. And we don't ever have a situation where the center is going to drop back and have to throw the football. And we don't ever usually have a uh, situation where a defensive end is going to drop into coverage and have to cover a wide receiver down the field. I mean, sometimes in a zone setting, you can have a zone blitz where you're dropping back and covering an era area, but it's not like suddenly J.J. Watt is going to be matched up against uh, A.J. Brown in a game last season between the Texans and the Titans. If that ever happened, that would be a disaster, right? Reason why I bring that up is basketball was taught like it was football. The responsibilities of a center were different than the responsibilities of a point guard. And that led to a very regimented way in which the game was played. And then guess what happened? Euro-style basketball triumphed over American-style basketball. Because what Euros used to be criticized for Oh, look at that big man. He doesn't even want to play inside. He wants to step outside and shoot threes. Do you remember when that was a criticism? That was a monster criticism that people used to say about Euro players. Oh, they're soft. They don't want to step inside and bang inside against the centers. They want to go outside and shoot jumpers. That was an insult. And if you grew up playing basketball like I did, one of the biggest insults a coach could give you if you were a center was, man, you need to be down inside. Why are you fading away? Go up strong, big man. And then what has happened is the Euro style has now triumphed. Used to have flex fours, guys who could go inside, outside, make threes. Now you got everybody on the court almost playing at times the same position where you have the flex style offense with five different guys that can score anywhere on the court and your prototypical big man doesn't really exist anymore. How does that happen? There's a whole book that could probably be written that would be really intriguing on the way that sports evolve and what becomes an insult 
later becomes an attribute. Dirk Nowitzki, first ballot NBA Hall of Famer, right? But it was a big insult on Dirk's game early on. Dude's seven foot. He wants to stand outside and shoot threes. And then after a while, you start to recognize, wait a minute. If he can stand outside and shoot threes, he creates a massive mismatch on the pick and roll. What five can go outside and guard him there? And with the value of the three-point shot, Dirk being able to pull a guy away from the basket and drain a shot on him is a lot more valuable than a big man trying to back him down and shoot a hook shot or whatever, or dunk the ball inside if he gets close enough. And so why did the Euro style develop the way that it did? Why did we end up with that style of basketball coming to us from Europe? It's the cross-pollination of sport. It's soccer. In soccer, and this is one reason that I think we've had trouble training soccer in the United States, in soccer, your team can't be incredibly talented unless everybody can seamlessly handle the soccer ball. By which I mean your defender has to be able to make a run and occasionally score or else it's a lot easier to defend your team. If you can suddenly overlap and send your sweeper on a run to score and he has the skill set to do it, that's a lot more difficult for a team to match up with. And so what we initially in the United States used to insult was really about the European game being better at developing the same skill sets for all size players. You're a seven-footer in Europe. They expect you to shoot threes well. You were a seven-footer in the United States back in the day. They never wanted you to leave the paint because we taught basketball like it was football. And in Europe, they recognized that basketball and the free-flowing nature of the game needed to more resemble what they did with soccer. And if you watch now, even now, you watch the way we play soccer in the United States versus the way top European teams play soccer, their players are infinitely more technically sound. So this is one of the big illusions that exist out there that uh, that the reason why the U.S. doesn't dominate in soccer is because our best athletes don't play soccer. That's what I would say not very sophisticated American sports fans argue. But... Our issue is not athleticism. Our players are every bit as athletic, if not more so, than many of the European players. Our issue is skill, precision, the ability to pass the ball and work seamlessly within an offense and a defense. The European players have had infinitely more reps. Soccer, in many ways, has as much in common with golf as it does with football. We have this idea that you just throw a great athlete into a sport and they're going to succeed. It doesn't really happen like that in other sports. I'll give you an example. There are lots of guys who we find and plug in 
to American football that are coming from overseas and they turn into great players and they may not have ever played until they were 17 or 18 years old. That never happens in soccer, right? There's never a great American athlete who at 17 years old suddenly moves to Europe and just decides that he's going to play soccer and he becomes excellent at it. It can't happen because you have to develop the skill sets of soccer long before. A little bit like baseball, right? Maybe maybe uh, comparing it to golf is a little bit unkind because golf is much more of a, I would say, less of an athletic sport. You can do it for a long time. You could be a tremendous athlete and not be very good at baseball because it's hard to hit a baseball. It's hard to field a grounder and turn a double play if you haven't done it 10,000 times. In a way, athleticism matters, but there's a substantial skill portion associated with it too. And all of this ties in with my argument about the evolution in the NBA's game. Because what's happened in the NBA, as it has become more global, is it's become a lot more like soccer. Every player has to be able to handle the ball somewhat decently. They have to be able to score from anywhere on the offensive side of the court. And frankly, with Damian Lillard and Steph Curry now, you can score as soon as you cross half court. Remember, it used to be like, oh, somebody draining a half court shot. They had to have a running start. They were just throwing it up. There was a lot of luck involved. Damian Lillard and Steph Curry just pull up now. And there's not even any remote chance anybody's going to stop them. And so, sometimes there are changes made to a sport and people don't really understand how those changes are going to impact things. For instance, there are some of you listening right now that remember basketball existing without a three-point shot. And the idea was, well, basketball has gotten so clogged up, we need to reward and space the floor better So we will add a three-point line. But I'm not sure that anybody ever foresaw that some of the best marksmen when it came to shooting three-pointers would end up being seven-footers. And it's fascinating to think now, and I think Shaq has said this, although it's crazy to even think about, what would Shaquille O'Neal look like today? Right? I watched Shaquille O'Neal play in high school, sorry, in college at LSU. He was, from the moment he got to LSU, some of you will remember Stanley Roberts, the other big man that he played with, Chris Jackson before he changed his name to Mahmoud Abdul-Rauf, Del Brown. That was a really fun LSU squad. But Chris Jackson was the shooter, and Shaquille O'Neal was the center on that team. And so the question that I would ask for you to think about this is, as the evolution of the sport has occurred, what would Shaquille O'Neal look like if he were growing up playing basketball today? What would he look like as a high school player? What would he look like as a college player? Shaq has argued, I've seen him say this and they kind of laugh, Shaq has argued that he would be like Giannis. And they have a good time with that. Charles and Kenny do on Inside the NBA. But I do think there's an argument and an element of truth to what Shaq is arguing because I don't think we would have sent him into the paint and said, hey, big man, never leave here. 
I think in the modern NBA, Shaq would have to develop an ability to shoot from somewhere other than just inside the basket. Now, the funny thing about that is a lot of you right now are thinking back like, hey, what would uh, uh, what would Shaquille O'Neal be capable of? The dude couldn't make free throws for his entire career. You're telling me that he's going to be able to step outside, leave the ball handling side of this out of the equation. You telling me Shaq's going to rise up from an NBA distance three and start draining shots? I do think that's funny to think about. And it may well be the case that Shaq, no matter what era he played in, was going to be a prototypical back-to-the-basket center. But those guys are uni- they don't exist. It used to be the unicorn was the seven-footer who could make outside shots. Now the unicorn in the NBA is a traditional center who plays inside throughout. And those are guys that are being exposed and mismatched on a regular basis in the pick and roll and certainly in the five-weave offensive set where everybody's trying to get shots from outside throughout the game. It's really fascinating to think about. And I don't know that very many people have spent much time with you dissecting why the game is played the way that it is now. And I'm saying it's soccer. Basically, basketball has become soccer. And the way that it is followed is a testament to the Euro style. Now, what's also interesting is people like to say, oh, the Euros are soft. There's no. Do you know how committed Euro athletes are to their sport? Way more committed, honestly, than American athletes. We're talking about 10, 11, and 12-year-old kids that get identified as having supreme talent and they put them in these academies and they basically start training as professionals at 10 or 11 years old. And that's why the European soccer teams play at such a high level because it's reps. Those kids, by the time they are 14 and 15 years old, have had infinitely more reps than the United States kids have. And that's why frequently our best players in the United States decide to go train in Europe. Well, the same thing is often true when it comes to basketball. And it's why so many Euro players are developing. I mean, think about it for a minute. I know that this kind of goes against the American jingoism because we invented basketball. But sooner or later, LeBron is going to step off the stage in basketball. And the two best players, I think, for the next, let's say that LeBron has two or three more years decent. I would say within four or five years, the two best players in the NBA may well be Euros. Luka and Giannis. And they're going to have come out of that Euro system and it's going to continue to be more and more prevalent in the United States. We'll talk a little bit more about this uh, when we come back to finish out the show. I'll talk about three-point shot, how much more entertaining it is. I'll bring in Dub, see if he agrees. Uh, Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. This is the Monday edition of OutKick. Hopefully, I've got you thinking a little bit. And the big lesson there is you can learn from anywhere. You can grab and learn how to get better at something 
you don't have to stay completely locked in with what you were taught as a kid. There is value in expanding your universe, and that to me is what Steph and Damian Lillard have done with the three-point shot, but what Giannis and Luka may well do when it comes to the global evolution of basketball. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports see their kumo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Last night, the NBA All-Star Game was played, and uh, it was really kind of a quiet weekend in sports, so I'm sure that many of you were at least partially paying attention to that. And to me, one of the great stories that has existed in sports has been, as you well know if you listen to this program, the hypocrisy the NBA has often demonstrated when it comes to being a woke league when it comes to American uh, related political issues, but not saying anything at all about taking billions of dollars from China in the midst of their genocide. And I just find it to be unbelievably hypocritical. And I appreciate Senator Marsha Blackburn from Tennessee, who is joining us now. And she wrote a letter to Adam Silver and uh, the NBA leadership asking many of these questions. Senator, I know you're busy. I appreciate you coming on with us uh, for OutKick. What to you stands out about the NBA's relationship to China, and why should it matter to American sports fans? Well, a couple of things there, Clay, and thank you for having me on to talk about this. First of all is the secretive nature of what they have done with the Chinese Communist Party. We all know that what happened is you had some of the staff speak out for the Hong Kong freedom fighters. This was a year or so ago. Then the Chinese Communist Party took the NBA off of China TV. Now, bear in mind, China TV is owned by Jack Ma and the Chinese Communist Party, and they censor on China TV anything that is unfavorable to the Chinese Communist Party. So now Adam Silver has worked out a deal with the Chinese television and the Chinese Communist Party. So what we would like to know are what are the the components of that deal. Are you going to see censorship of NBA players, coaches, and staff? What are the financial arrangements within that deal? Uh, we'd also like to know what is going to transpire with NBA licensed merchandise that is being made in factories in Xinjiang province. And that is where you have the Uyghurs, the ethnic Muslim minority population that is uh, there in China, and they are working in those factories. They're slaves. And, of course, the Chinese Communist Party has them in internment camps and is trying to annihilate that population. And we would also like to know the participation of Michael Ma, who is Jack Ma's son. We're talking to Senator Marsha Blackburn of Tennessee, raising questions about the relationship between China and the NBA. 
I think that is a stunning way to think about the relationship between China and the NBA, what you just ran through. There is legitimately slave labor coming from camps where genocide is being uh, propagated that are helping to lead to money for the NBA. I think for many sports fans out there, particularly those who have paid attention to how politically outspoken the NBA has been, it is downright stunning that no players, coaches, or executives right now are willing to address this. And I want to take a step back for a moment. Genocide is rare, thankfully, in the world today. And it's even rarer for the United States government, both Democrats and Republicans, to condemn a country for genocide. How rare is this? And for people out there who may not be paying attention to it, why is it so significant in the larger global arena? Why does the NBA matter here? The NBA matters here because they say that the Chinese are basketball crazy and they have sought to put their uh, sports product into that market. And, you know, we would like to think that that was a good thing and a healthy arrangement. Uh, We want to see American athletes succeed. We want to see American companies succeed. Now, what has arisen out of this, everyone knows China is guilty, if you will, or presumed guilty of human rights violations. You look at what has happened to the Tibetans, to the Taiwanese, to Hong Kong and the Hong Kong freedom fighters over the past year. And then you also look at the genocide that is taking place against the Uyghurs. And um, you have to say, hey, wait a minute, why is this being tolerated uh, with the NBA, which is uniquely American, if you will? And then also you look at some of the other American companies that are working in China. And, Clay, you know, we want to make certain that the intellectual property of companies is protected. We want to make certain that human rights um, are protected all around the globe. And, of course, genocide needs to be stopped. And what is happening with the Uyghurs uh, definitely needs needs to be stopped. And not only the participation with the NBA, but you look at the participation China has in other organizations, whether it's the World Health Organization or the United Nations, everyone should join together in calling this out and standing against it. And there are many companies in addition to the NBA that are looking the other way when it comes to this genocide and not particularly caring Uh, at all to adjust their behavior and we could name a lot of them Uh, but in particular I I saw a story recently uh, Senator Blackburn I read it I couldn't believe it Apple is obviously making a lot of money on their relationship with China and they're moving Apple is more and more into the production of film television scripted series those kinds of, uh, of of changes as they expand their overall footprint and Tim Cook the CEO of Apple was quoted as saying, we won't do anything that remotely offends China. Now, 
that is mind-blowing to me to see a, a trillion-dollar company like Apple that is unwilling to make any form of art, any movie, any television series that remotely is critical of China when they would certainly be willing to rip our country to the high heavens or other countries as well. How concerning is that to see trillion-dollar companies that are basically carrying the, uh, carrying the propaganda of China? Well, it is a tremendous concern to us because we have seen China repeatedly practice what is commonly termed rob, replicate, and replace. It means that a company, a U.S. company, or let's say one of our ally country, uh, one of our allies, go to China to manufacture, and then first thing you know, because of the way China requires you to partner with China companies, and the Chinese Communist Party is involved in their uh, commercial sector and in these companies. So you complete the data transfer. The next thing you know, they have taken your intellectual property. They are manufacturing or creating your innovation at a cost less than you can manufacture it, and then they're going to replace you in the marketplace. That is rob, replicate, and replace. And before you know it, your company is out of business, and American jobs are being lost. So that is of concern to us. And to see the uh, Chinese government and the Chinese Communist Party carry this out repeatedly, time and again, against U.S. companies is something that we've been working to stop for quite a period of time now, and also working to raise awareness on it. We know, and I think it's important here also, Clay, to separate the Chinese people from the Chinese government and the Chinese Communist Party. And uh, we know that many times the intention of the Chinese Communist Party is to see how they can uh, reduce the impact of U.S. companies globally and how they can corner the market on certain things, you know, whether it is pharmaceuticals, semiconductor chips, microprocessors, um, Many of our critical supply chain items are now made in China only. And I was, we know that President Trump, during his time in office, uh, worked to deal with this. We know that President Biden has said he wants to address this. I was with, um, four Democrats and three other Republicans at the White House a couple of weeks ago, and we were discussing China and some of the supply line issues that we have, and we are hopeful to continue to make progress on this issue. We're talking to Senator Marsha Blackburn of Tennessee, and as you mentioned, this is a bipartisan issue, and it's interesting circling back around on the the sports front here as it relates to China. The idea was, and I, and I think you would be able to explain this probably better than me, but for my audience out there, the idea was going into China with our movies, with our basketball, with our sports, what the idea that we had was if we expose China to American ideals, to global human rights, 
through basketball, through movies, through the cultural exchange of American and Chinese interaction, we will make them more like the United States. It seems clear that Chairman Z has basically decreed that that is not going to be the case. And instead of just changing American products to exist in China, for instance, censoring certain scenes in movies, changing the dialogue, changing the, uh, the way that the, 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 the product is distributed in China, increasingly China is outward looking. And now instead of uh, espousing American values in some way, they are now telling the rest of the world, no, you need to see the world through a Chinese lens as opposed to an American lens. And that's why on my show, I've talked quite a bit about the NBA because it's a perfect metaphor to me for what China is trying to do. The, the, the Chinese government wants the NBA to be an arm of propaganda for it in destroying and attacking American institutions. China uses that to show its people, see, America's not that good of a place in, in the real, uh, in reality, either democracy doesn't work. And the NBA, in many ways, is being used as an arm of propaganda by the Chinese government. Well, you're right. See, and your point is so precise because, yes, China sees the 21st century as being the China century. And they do not want to become a member of the community of nations. They are seeking to dominate all nations. So you're, you're spot on there. And the introduction of Western values into China, which, you know, that has been a process that's gone on for a 100 years, has not yielded uh, the change. And when you look at Chinese history and you see what President Xi is doing and you go back and you see what has transpired since the time of Mao, then you see this is the most restrictive um, um, president that they have had since the time of of Mao. And people liken the Xi approach to the Mao approach. And it should be of concern to us because do we want to protect and um, protect our companies and protect our values? Absolutely, we do. Are we concerned about the aggressive nature of China with their human rights violations, the genocide, the pushing they're doing, not only in the South China Sea, but all throughout the ASEAN nations? Yes, we are. Are we concerned about the debt diplomacy? that China is conducting with other countries and over in the Horn of Africa, specifically looking at what they're doing there, where they'll go in and say, oh, sure, we'll put this telecommunication system in for you. We'll even give people a cell phone. And you can pay us back for this. You know, Clay, there are some countries that the majority of the debt they have is owed specifically to the government of China. Do you think that Adam Silver, uh, the commissioner of the NBA and other top leadership in the NBA, has privately told players and coaches not to say anything negative at all about China since Daryl Morey, the former general manager of the Houston Rockets, said free Hong Kong effectively and everything blew up in terms of that relationship? And for people out there who aren't aware of that story, 
Hong Kong has since basically lost its democracy. Daryl Morey was speaking out for on behalf of all the Chinese Democratic protesters inside of Hong Kong. China has swept in in the wake of COVID and basically taken over Hong Kong. Uh, They may be threatening Taiwan in the near future. We don't know for sure. It just seems incredibly strange to me that all these players and coaches and executives who are so outspoken on so many different issues, they won't say a single negative word about China. Does it feel like Adam Silver to you and top executives in the NBA have basically told everyone, don't say a word about this because if you do, it will hurt our business? We don't know what they have said, and this is the reason for, again, writing to Adam Silver and saying, please inform uh, what what is your participation with uh, China TV and the Chinese Communist Party so that we can have some visibility into that. And we should all agree that we're going to stand against human rights violations. We're going to stand against genocide, and we're going to hold to account governments that conduct this type of activity. Do you think the average American knows that we're effectively in a Cold War the likes of which we were in with Russia, the Soviet Union back in the 70s and the 80s? Or do you think most Americans are missing this contentious relationship with China because there are other distractions certainly in the world that pull that away? I mean, I get the sense personally that most Americans, most people out there listening to me right now, don't realize what China is doing to us and how they are using us, sowing discord through social media, spreading disinformation on a regular basis. We are in a Cold War. The difference is I think the Chinese, by and large, know they are. I'm not sure the American public knows that we are at all. Well, and one of the things that helped to heighten the problems with China, and I think more people began to understand it, was with the spread of COVID-19 and with China saying, oh, this did not come for us. And then what do they do? They lock down everybody in Ube province. They put people into their apartments and would not let them communicate with their family and with relatives or go anywhere else in China. But they would allow them to get on a plane at the Wuhan International Airport and fly somewhere else in the world. And so people started saying, hey, wait a minute, <laughs> you know. And, and they uh, lied to and, us about the infection rates. The, the, the WHO yeah. went in there and lied to us, too, which led in many right. ways to a failure for the American, not just the United States, but Europe, uh, basically around the world to be able to deal with this disease because the Chinese lied. I mean, they were not forthcoming to us. Well, you're right. And see, that is when people started to say, hey, wait a minute, what is going on here? And, you know, Clay, a lot of the music community in Nashville has dealt with the issues in China for a really long time because music, books, movies, uh, Gibson guitars, uh, auto parts for AutoZone, which is headquartered in Memphis, they have been adversely impacted by China and their robbed, replicate, replace type practices 
for quite a period of time. And, and sorry, sorry so, to jump, but people who don't understand that, that means they basically take, let's say that you are uh, a great musician and you have an album out or you make a movie or in the case of Gibson Guitars, you have a high-end uh, copyrighted proprietary way that you create your guitar. China will just rip and replicate that and basically pirate it, and then they distribute it not only in China, but around the world for certain brands that are very popular, right? This is a monstrous issue because so many of their products are made there. They see how these products are made, then they reconstruct them and basically destroy our copyright, our intellectual property, and devalue the overall brand by sending out counterfeit goods, not only in China, but around the world. That's exactly right. And what people have seen now, they're beginning to hear this and hear these stories from people that are saying, well, let me tell you what happened to my company and let me tell you what happened over here to my job. And it all has seemed to evolve as people have realized COVID-19 is something that came from China to the rest of the world. And I think this has raised awareness. The extent, I think you're right on that. I do not think that most people realize the extent to which this is a problem, nor do they realize this is a growing problem, and it is something we have to address because China's goal is global domination. Last question for you. Going back to the world of sports, Beijing is set to host the 2022 Winter Olympics. Uh, the China, the Canada government has basically voted that they don't believe that China, in the wake of COVID-19, the fact that they're a genocidal country, all of the things that they are doing on a global scale that is improper, that we should not reward them by allowing them to host the 2022 Winter Olympics. I'm not sure if there is pending legislation either in the Senate or the House or whether Joe Biden is going to say anything as president about what he thinks about this. But my argument on this show, and I'll expound on it a little bit in the next segment, is that we should basically host our own version of the 2022 uh, Winter Olympics for free countries. Uh, Canada obviously would be a part of that. The United States and Canada are massively important for the Winter Olympics in general. Do you believe that we should be rewarding the International Olympic Committee as well, should be rewarding Beijing with getting to host the Winter Olympics in 2022? No, I do not. And we've had resolutions, different resolutions, that individuals are pushing forward letters that are being written that we do not think it is appropriate for our athletes to be in China for the Winter Olympics in 2022. Senator Blackburn, I know how busy you are. I appreciate you starting your Monday morning with us. Uh, We'll look forward to hearing what kind of response, if any, Adam Silver and the NBA are willing to provide for you about their relationship with the uh, communist Chinese government and the money that they are taking uh, while overlooking many of the genocidal and human rights issues that exist in that country. Thanks so much for your time. Oh, thank you so much. Bye-bye now. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their general tires test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be you just heard from Senator Marsha Blackburn uh, of Tennessee, who has written to Adam Silver about different 
issues relating to the NBA's relationship with China. If you're interested in reading more about that, you can go to OutKick, and uh, this will be up uh, an article about this interview and more uh, later in the day. But I think it's a massive issue, and at some point, I'm going to spend longer on this story. And I understand some people out there are like, oh, I just want to talk about, you know, Joel Embiid not being able to play or how LeBron looked or what happened in the NBA All-Star game. And we did that. We did that. But as I get older, increasingly, I'm aware, I think, in a way that more and more Americans are going to become aware that we are in a massive Cold War so far that has not turned confrontational with China. And effectively what's going on with the NBA's relationship with China is the NBA is taking money from modern day Nazis. That's what's going on in China. People talk a lot about being on the right and the wrong side of history. So let me be clear about this. If we were going to analogize any country today with Nazi Germany, China would be that country. The United States government rarely labels any country as committing genocide. This is not partisan. It's not Republican. It's not Democratic. It's not independent. Every single one of you out there and your children are going to have to deal with China. And what is going on right now is we are in the middle of a massive global campaign to decide, is the United States standard of government, we are imperfect, but we are the greatest country that has ever existed in the history of the world, is our freedom, is our ability to endorse basic human rights for freedom of speech, for honest and transparent court proceedings for the absolute essence of a Western democracy, which has been the future of many countries around the world for a long time, going to triumph, or is China, which is a authoritarian, totalitarian, Chinese communist dictatorship, going to be the future of the world? Now, we don't talk enough about this, but if you are in China right now, you may not be able to stream my radio program because certain websites are banned if the people on those websites say things that make the Chinese Communist government uncomfortable. And what the NBA is doing is effectively the equivalent of taking Nazi money and not saying a word about what's going on in the country. Look, they have concentration camps in China right now. You've got NBA players that are walking off the court, refusing to play, putting social justice warrior slogans on their jersey for things that are going on in the United States that are a scintilla as awful as what's going on in China. And while they will rip America to the high heavens, they won't say a word to condemn Chinese genocide, the taking away of basic human rights that's going on right now in Hong Kong, the ending of democracy. They won't say a word because they are taking money from China and putting it right into their pockets. 
everybody, LeBron James wants to claim that he's a hero. Do you know why LeBron James won't say a word about Chinese genocide? Because he wants Space Jam 2 to play in Chinese theaters. Think about that for a minute. LeBron James is basically fine with modern-day Nazis so long as they will let his movie play in that country. Think about it. Think about everything you know about World War II. Everybody in the NBA is obsessed with telling you about the right and the wrong side of history. Imagine what people would say about many different American sports figures if they had been fine with taking money from Nazis and not spoken up and said a word to them so that their movies could play in Berlin. And so that Adolf Hitler was able to continue to give them money. That's what's going on right now with the NBA. And look, it just happened in China. They said that being gay is a mental illness. No NBA player says a word. They pulled the All-Star game out of North Carolina because in North Carolina, they had a bill saying you should use the bathroom of your gender. They pulled the All-Star game out of North Carolina for that. But no NBA player will even say a word about China saying being gay is a mental illness. If you are going to decide to be a woke corporation, which is effectively what the NBA has decided, then you need to apply the standard of wokeness no matter where you are around the world. You can't take money from Nazis and celebrate your relationship with China while denigrating everything in American life. I'm fired up about this and also fired up about the fact that so few people in the American sports media who should be letting you all know about this story and this hypocrisy will actually say anything. They're all sheep. They're all afraid of making NBA players, coaches, and Lee officials angry by holding them accountable for their own words. I'm going to keep teeing off on this. It's why this show is going to grow because the truth matters and it matters a great deal. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o -O who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts 
people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum! And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their toyo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Lots of fun in today's show. Only one guest, Senator Marsha Blackburn of Tennessee in the second hour of the show, talking about the NBA's relationship with China and why it matters. We've talked a lot about the All-Star game, the evolution of basketball. Just a lot of discussion in general. Giannis obviously becomes the MVP. Team LeBron wins. Giannis has an unbelievable game. I mean, just an incredible performance from the field. Uh, And... One of the funniest things that's out there, uh, Giannis, by the way, 16 of 16 from the floor, 3 of 3 from 3, 35 points in only 19 minutes of action. And the other big takeaway, I would say, is that Damian Lillard went off 8 for 16 for 3. Same thing, Steph Curry, 8 for 16 from 3. Both of those guys draining shots from all over the court. And Dub, you pulled up the shot tracker and said, only one shot basically was even made throughout the entire game that was a mid-range jumper. It was all outside, I mean, maybe even taken 
it was all either dunks and layups or three-point shots. Yeah, that was the only one that was made. There was two others that were attempted, but this is basically like Mike D'Antoni's dream here, the shot chart. It's literally all three-pointers and all dunks. Incredible. And the three, it, they keep saying that the three-pointer can't take over basketball more, and then every year it keeps happening, right? And so the shots that Damian Lillard and Steph Curry are taking and making are fundamentally changing basketball because they're taking and making them basically as soon as they cross half court because they can get a clean look and nobody is trying to run at them by and large and they're not getting uh, face guarded or anything like that. But everybody copies whatever is ascendant in the NBA and I see it in Little League, right? Like kids want to be Steph Curry and they are gunning from distance, even though most of them can't make those shots. But as they see these guys making those shots, they go into the gym and they start extending the range from which they will attempt shots. And it is going to, and already has, fundamentally change basketball forever. Because you go back and watch, the three-point shot basically has conquered all of basketball. And we kind of been joking about it a little bit, but Shaq saying that he'd be Giannis if he were playing today. I mean, I don't know where this ends. You know, we used to have the Rock and Jock, for those of you who are old enough to remember it, on MTV, and then they would drop down the goal and they would have like extra point shots. You could make 10 points, I think 20 shot, 20 points if you made a shot from a particular place on the basketball court. A part of me wonders whether they're going to have to add a four and a five-point line for NBA games because I feel like guys are going to be gunning from even further away. Now, I don't know what the long-range impact of that would be, but we've seen basically the two-point shot with the exception of the layup and the dunk eliminated. Is it crazy, Dub, to think that at some point we may get the four and the five-point line? I don't think it's crazy, but just watching – you know, basketball nowadays, I kind of think of the like the old school high school coaches across the country who, you know, they've probably been coaching for 30 plus years and yeah. now they get all these kids coming up in the high school ranks who are like Gone in from outside. pulling up from 35. It's probably These coaches are probably just pulling their hair out every night. You know, it's funny. We got the NCAA tournament, the, the conference basketball tournament start this week, and then the NCAA tournament is scheduled to begin. It's going to surprise people next Friday. So whatever that is, you know, 12, 11, 10 days, whatever it is, till we really get going. Uh, but you see it in college basketball a lot, right? It used to be late in the game, everybody would try to go to the basket. That was the play, right? We're going to get something running to the basket, try to get a, a runner, a layup, whatever it is. Watch how often in tight games now, the final shot for the win will be a step back three or just a long range gun, two guys in ISO, and everybody is trying to just drain a long range shot. This it, it is fundamental alteration of everything about basketball everybody wants that dagger shot and they want the pose big lesson from today's show if you're haven't downloaded the podcast i'd encourage you to do it the three-pointer has conquered basketball it used to be that the dunk was the play that defined basketball 
now they can't even get guys to compete in the dunk contest. And instead, the three-point contest gets all the best players. Steph Curry won that one. All the best players who are great outside shooters want to compete in the three-point contest. All the best players who are dunkers, none of them even remotely wants to be in the dunk contest, such that, you agree with me, Dub, now? The three-point contest is way more entertaining to watch than the dunk contest is. Yeah, I mean, you at least know who the players are. Two of the guys in the dunk contest I literally have never seen play basketball in my life. And I think that's the downside. I mean, when we started the, the, the dunk contest, obviously Jordan against Dominique Wilkins is the most iconic of the dunk contest. But I think Kobe did the dunk contest, didn't he? Even Blake Griffin, not a monster name, but he did it. And now we're basically to the point where most of the guys competing in the dunk contest you've never even heard of. Encourage all of you to go download the show, the conquering of the three-point line, and also the NBA's hypocrisy on China. Senator Marsha Blackburn is our guest. This has been Outkick on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 